Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Kino Go, now in Victoria. Up to 20 million can be won every three minutes. Gamble responsibly. The Kogan Money Credit Card. A great value card with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast. Top of the morning, everybody. It is a Monday morning, of course it is, and it is the 6th of February, 2023. The McCafe menu today, our official coffee partner, Mitch Creek. Oh, boy, didn't the NBL go down to the wire yesterday, but the playoff top six are set, and the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix uh, are into the play-in qualifier. We'll have a chat to Mitch a little bit later on, the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix star. Justin Quill's going to join us, of course, partner at major law firm Thompson Gear and an expert when it comes to media law. And, uh, boy, it all blew up again with uh, revelations. Um, uh, documents tabled, of course, in court again over the Essendon 34, and that look back to that uh, infamous chapter in uh, Aussie sport and AFL sport 10 years ago. We'll have a chat to Quilly a little bit later on. Doug Bollinger's back. Big Bash Nation commentator after a dramatic BBL final out in the West uh, over the weekend. Questions that notice, of course. All thanks to the Kogan Money Credit Card, which Paris here at SEM Breakfast, it is packed full of value. Simon O'Donnell, top of the morning, morning to you, mate. Morning, Sam. How you going? How's your weekend? Sharp, haircut. Yeah, well, it was needed. As Very you, sharp. You, we left each other on Thursday, and you let it be known in no uncertain terms yeah. that things have got a little out of control well, up I top. I thought if you didn't get it cut, you'd be coming in with the bun on this morning. <laughs> and that pulled back in the bun, but you, you're very sharp. Like I, it's I taken said, 10 years off you. I went in and I said, you cannot cut it short enough. Oh, and we came out of this sort of job. military grade, isn't it? How's good your weekend? Job. The barber? Oh, always the barber. Yeah, I love the bar- those barber yeah. shops that now pop up. They're Stags fantastic. Barber. Stags. Stags. There's a big uh, print of a massive stag up behind you. you can they go offer you a beer? You, I was just going to say, you can go in at 7 a.m. at that offer you a cold one, I reckon. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, you'll be outside. No, right. Thanks. Yeah, no, just uh, take the beard off. Yeah, Wet I shave. love the way they've popped up, the, the, the barbers now. <laughs> we don't have to go to the hairdressers and see all those big moon things that dry everyone's hair off yeah. over the back. You know, yeah. Now you're going. And no rollers inside here. It's a bit of a men's shed, isn't it? A hundred percent. By the way, the Omo Insurance Open Line's one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Temper 40 Wings text 0433981116 if you want to drop us a note. Uh, what was a massive weekend in sports, Scoob? But before all that, how was your sort of Saturday Sunday? Saturday Sunday was um, Saturday a bit of cricket, a bit of a dinner thing on Saturday night which um, we had the Essendon Cricket Club 150th anniversary and they did it really well. We had a ball and I I sat on a table with some guys I hadn't seen for nearly 40 years. Big night? Had a ball, absolute ball. Actually, it wasn't a big night from a consumption point of view, consumption of information and what people are up to. But, you know, we were, when we left, we were the best. Yeah, I was going to say, you (laughs) everyone embellishes, don't they? Best cricket. So we, we had a lovely time, fantastic time. And then Sunday, um, I just fed the cows and watered the lawns yesterday. I had a fight with a sprinkler yesterday and got beat. What happened? Bit of a malfunction. Well, I've got a sprinkler, one of those ones that goes... Big, this is a big one. No, no, it's not big, but it's on a tripod. 
but it's not big. You used to have them down at the Bonio Cricket Club where I used to play these things yeah, on a tripod. Yeah, but yeah. it's not massive. Okay. It's not a really big. But then when you switch the plate across at the back, it goes as a little sprinkler. It goes really quick. Round, round. Yeah. Oh, no. It's so funny. I picked it up by one of the legs and I sort of lost control of the hose. It's just laced you <laughs> if you it does. it goes really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> it just absolutely soaked me. I reckon it went around three times. You know, shit, you know, it's got him in. Well, my wife was standing at the back door. She thought it was the funniest thing she'd ever seen. And I was trying to get control of it and couldn't. I kept fumbling it because I only had hold of one part of the tripod mm. and then I half got caught up in the hose. Mm. But I was, within <laughs> three turns, of it, I was absolutely soaked, just dripping. I, it was, um, it was you know, good coordination, you moron. But I got the hose changed to another spot and, yes. and watered away. So all, good, was, eh? all was good. So that was my day. Geez, I went to an A-League game uh, on Saturday. I took uh, my young fellow along. It was his 11th birthday party. And all he wanted to do was go and watch an A-League game with his soccer-loving mates. You went and saw mates. City, did you? We went and saw Melbourne City destroy MacArthur FC. It was 6-1. Lots of goals. Great entertainment. I'll tell you what, though. Low-key at Amy Park. I reckon they might have had 2,000 there, max. The kids had the run of the place. It was great. Sit wherever you want, go wherever you want, run up the back, run up the front. Um, and what I love, though, so much more relaxed. The players hang around for autographs and selfies for an hour after the game. So some big-name socceroos there, Matt Leckie, Marco Tilio, Jamie McLaren. So boys had an absolute ball. Cooked a few pizzas yesterday. Had a family come over, so it was all happy days. We got the train into Richmond to go to the function at the MCG. Oh, that's what Saturday I did. Night. That's what I did on Saturday. And I was walking, and they had the Brunton Avenue gate shut, so we had to come back out where the soccer's playing play. At Amy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I was. And I must admit, the first few City fans I saw, that was just ending as we were going across to the MCG. Mm. I thought, they must have lost. They're the unhappiest winning fans I've ever seen. Really? Yes. Well, they're on top of the ladder. Maybe they're getting spoiled. Possibly so. They're banging goals in like nobody's business. Usually they'd be chatting, yeah, well done, boys. And now, I didn't see the probably the core of the crowd come out, but you know these were the ones probably leaving a bit earlier. But didn't they win 6-1? Yep. Absolutely. I I would have thought they'd be either drawn or got beat. (laughs) Oh, well, just enjoying a nice quiet walk home, perhaps. Hey, you had an issue with the sprinkler. See, the Americans had an issue with a balloon uh, over the weekend and into <laughs> yes. last week. A Chinese surveillance balloon that was, uh, well, I think initially spotted over Montana. And um, as uh, we've been as been pointed out here from Dean over the text, the size of three buses, they reckon, over there. So spotted over Montana, floating its way across, gets to South Carolina. Now, the President, Joe Biden, had given the order to shoot the thing down. Mm-hmm. Um, it was allegedly filming some strategic uh, sites, some some military sites over there in, in the US. So the crowd had gathered. Word had got out it was going to be shot down by an F-22 fighter. Crowd had gathered. Myrtle Beach in South Carolina. Um, missile hits it, obviously deflates, plummets to the ocean. But it was a 60,000 feet. But you know the Yanks, they love it over there. Mm. They love things being shot down. They love things being blown up. So you can imagine how it was received by the majority of the public <laughs> over there, can't you? They absolutely loved it. Hey, China, kiss my ass. That's my Air Force right there, buddy. <laughs> That's my Air Force there, buddy. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, drama everywhere over the week. Just while we're staying on that topic. On Twitter this morning, there's a fantastic tweet come out of the US shooting down the missile with Malcolm Blight kicking that 80 metre goal. (laughs) (laughs) It's a ripper. So from the North Melbourne, off off goes the ball into the air, and the next thing 
you know, it cuts to the balloon exploding. Very smart stuff. And we're going to speak to Doug Bollinger later, of course, uh, Big Bash Nation commentator. What about the drama in the final? Come on down, teenager Cooper Connolly, a.k.a. the surf rat. 38 they needed from three overs. 38 from 18, and he's the surf rat in only his fourth BBL game. In fact, he'd ran the drinks for most of the season, um, and he's 19 years of age. He lit it up. He hit 25 off 11, and then Nick Hobson uh, took uh, Cooper's lead, hit a six and a boundary off the final over from Michael Nisa to get them their fifth BBL title. You know the Aussies have been watching over there in India from the hotel room. Uh, this is just some of them. They weren't quite sure who was going nuts. Who was the surf rat? Who is this guy? I love him. Oh, my God. Come on, Nick. That was a big That's false. Someone's yelled out, who is this guy? Well, that's the surf rat. But then Hobson, that was, I think, might have been the voice of Usman Kawaj there in the corner of the room there. But Hobson ran out the captain Ashton Turner earlier, uh, but then hit the winning runs. Optus Stadium in an absolute frenzy scoop. So record crowd, more than 53,000. I think it was 42 degrees at one stage at the start of that match. Mm. And they won their fifth title. Not a bad relaunch of... The BBL really is. Pretty good, wasn't it? They needed 10 off the, yeah. the final over, and Hobson, uh, as I said, hit Michael Nisa for six, and then he hit a boundary off the next ball. And a lot of love for Turner in the aftermath as well, around a potential um, Australian spot, national spot in the short format. Obviously, there's a leadership vacuum there, and he's he has led uh, the Scorchers magnificently. In fact, just speaking of Hobson, he ran Turner out at a pivotal point of the game, and when they were waiting there to, to learn of the run-out decision uh, by the third umpire... Hobson said that Turner had said to him, you know, there was no angst that he was about to be run out by his batting partner. He said, mate, you're a gun. You'll get us over the line. You'll be absolutely fine. Hit good shots. He said there was no resentment. He's an amazing leader. So how good's that in a crisis for a captain to say that? Um, And what do these mascots get paid anyway? Whatever it is, it's not enough. 42 degrees (laughs) running around (laughs) with the big suits on. But uh, chapeau to the Perth Scorchers. And what about the NBL? Did you follow that yesterday? No. Came down to the final play in the final game of the season. Now, United and Melbourne United got themselves in. They beat the 36ers at home, did yeah. their bit. Yeah, but it didn't end well. Well, it didn't end well because the Wildcats had to beat the top-of-the-table six, um, sixes, top-of-the-table Kings mm. by 11 points or more. I think they were up by 12, and the Kings had possession with 4.4 seconds left and got a shot off. It didn't drop. Thankfully for Perth and unfortunately for, for Melbourne United. So the Wildcats uh, are in and they're going to play South East Melbourne Phoenix. Mitch Creek's South East Melbourne Phoenix and are, are playing qualifier this Thursday. Uh, the winner goes on to play uh, the loser of the seeded qualifier between Cairns and Tasmania in the playing game. So Hutchie was there. He was there. Sorry. Sorry. He loved it. Bit of irony in all of that, isn't it? Well, he's a current mob against his old mob and went down to the wire. <laughs> Is he rocking some sort of no sock? Loafer sort of set up as well. I see him in a colourful jacket as well. Very colourful shirt with a nice jacket. But it was the no-sock loafer that sort of got a bit of attention. He's he's rocking a no-sock loafer. No-sock loafer. Well, it was hot. Very warm. Yeah, so I I think we can probably let him get away with that. Very warm over there. Looked good, though. I thought thought he looked good. I'm a fan of the no-sock loafer. Uh, Johnny's in Port Augusta. He's joined us on the IMR Insurance Open Line. As you're welcome to do it any time, 1-300-736-736. G'day, Johnny. Welcome. Hello, Sam. Simon. G'day, John. Hey, listen, Simon. Hey, what's... You know, like, Ian Chappell doesn't care what he... Or not, sorry, doesn't care what he says. But, you know, like, I like like his thoughts on the right game and all the rest of it. I do enjoy his thoughts on cricket. 
I agree with him on any chapel and all the rest of it, but he just doesn't care who he upsets and whether else he wants to cut and how he cuts straw and all the rest of it. What's he like as a bloke, you know, because I've heard he's actually a pretty good body bloke. Like, he's recognised as one of the absolute great captains if you read about the history of the game and, and, you know, and all the rest of it. So, just more or less, what's he like as a bloke, pretty much? I was just wondering. Thank you. Johnny, Johnny, what's he like as no, a bloke? good fella. Yeah, chaps, and John read him correctly, just calls it the way he sees it. Chaps. Bloody good bloke. Bloody good bloke, is he? He's a good fella. Yeah. He's a good fellow. Good so, on you, Johnny. Um, I, I think, uh, yeah, what you hear from Ian Chapley means, and he's always been like that, always been forthright. I think that's why you know, some people really adore him and others sort of think, oh, chaps, you could have taken it a bit easy without taking too hard a swing at him, but he doesn't mind. doesn't mind taking a swing at him. Doing to love the cricket. Phenomenal Saturday night. Had a stall at Max Hotel. Couldn't believe the final stages. Connolly, uh, the surf rat, may have just uh, earned himself a nice T20 contract. The Nashton Turner can't be overlooked. His leadership outstanding this entire tournament. There's so much sports scoop. Mm. The Bathurst 12 hours. I know, I'm no, not going to. None of it. No, and I, neither did I. Not, I was just going to say, I'm not going to pretend I'm a, I'm a motorsport aficionado when it comes to Mount Panorama, but I, I caught it in the aftermath. There were a lot of European superstars at this mm. event. They came from everywhere. Now, in the end, the French superstar Jules uh, Gounon. He became the first driver in endurance history to win three straight Bathurst 12-hour races, but just 1.4 seconds separated the top three. So drama right to the end on the mountain. He was driving with Aussie Kenny Habul and Lucas Stoltz um, with Team Sun Energy One Racing. Now, what tickled me the most, though, was Jules, our, our French star, um, was really classy in victory. Really classy. Aussie Mountain was beautiful. It Jules. gave us luck. Uh, magical here. I can barely believe it. This place, it makes you humble. We need to respect the track. So that was all great. And then there was our mate Kenny Abul, <laughs> who put his excitement across in perhaps a less refined Aussie way. Uh, it's unbelievable. You know what? Luca and Jules... Just drove the balls off this car, and I'm just so proud of them. Um, I said something last year on TV. They told me not to say it, so. But you know what I'm thinking. And thanks to Mercedes AMG. What are you going to do with the tires that come off that car? Because they deserve something special. Well, first I'm going to run around the track naked, uh, and then after that I'm going to drink a lot tonight. <laughs> Getting a ball. That's what we're, what we're familiar with up on the mountain. None of this sort of classy no. victory speeches, uh, European style. We need to let's get nude up there on the mountain and party yep. on. Yeah, fifty-four thousand up there too, which is a record for the event. So big crowds everywhere, no matter the sport at the moment. Um, People are loving being able to go back to sport up there. Oh, yeah, huge. It. it is great. And sympathies as well uh, yesterday and this morning. Uh, some real, as I said, drama everywhere, including the WNBL and what was otherwise a magnificent spectacle. Lauren Jackson lasted 62 seconds, Scoob. Uh, it was a landmark game for women's basketball. In fact, a record crowd watching Lauren Jackson's Southside flies against the Sydney Flames, and she's gone and partially ripped her Achilles a minute into this match. So it emerges to been playing with a broken foot. Australia's arguably, well, not even arguably in the in the mind of many greatest ever basketballer playing with a, a, a broken foot now she's partially ripped her Achilles but 7,681 there at John Kane Arena to witness uh, that game between the Flyers and the Flames um, gee that's a blow isn't it uh, a real shame but a lot of sport over the weekend to get to um, a lot of motorsport a bit of footy news as well Zach Williams out isn't for the season for Carlton sad for him tough ACL just had ACL no last year 
Uh, no, no, Achilles, Achilles, Achilles last, last year. year. Um, year. Yeah, has barely played since he got to, to Carlton, to be honest. So um, we'll break that down at a 7 o'clock uh, as well. A lot of your texts coming through, which will park. And we're all counting down, of course, to the first test between India and Australia. And we've been dealt, speaking of injuries, another blow scoop. So you've been wanting to get to India. You might have to get the creams out and sort of start practicing that slower ball again. We might need you over there. Yeah, Joshy Hazelwood, it's, it's very frustrating for him. And it's starting to become... Problem. Commonplace. It is. So he's 32 years of age, and now this injury apparently brought on by you know, the sponginess of the ground in Sydney. Uh, Sydney Wicket claims another victim. I'm thinking, you know, I'm not, You're not buying that. Well, I'm, I'm buying it, but you know, that, that's, that's starting to. Um, you know, you're clutching when you're saying, well, it was actually the surface in Sydney that caused the injury. I think it's age and weariness causes the injury. Well, I think not the surface in Sydney. His fitness and the fact sometimes we've gone elsewhere with selection. He's only played four of our last fifteen tests. So, well, but when every, he has played, he's I been think quality. He's, the last four tours, he's played the first test and not not another test on the tour. So Stark's not playing. Finger Cam Green might play, but most likely won't bowl. So Scotty Bowen. Oh, he's in. Scotty. He's absolutely. The door hasn't. Yeah. The door's been blown off its hinges for Scotty Bowen to play his first match. And match-up. it appears by the way they're talking that they're only going to play the two quicks. So it'll be Cummins, spinners. Cummins, Bowen, and the three spinners. You reckon? We might see Young Murphy. We won't see the wild thing. Possibly. He, he, you know, they've spoken to me, but I, I just get a sense what they're seeing is. It's two quicks and three spinners. All right. Uh, this is uh, Summer Brecky. Great to have your company. Sam Edmund, Simon O'Donnell with you. The IMA Insurance open line uh, remains so. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. You can get involved on the Temper 40 Wings text, of course. They are the consumer's choice winner. Temper mattresses, pillows, and adjustable bases conforming to the exact shape of your body. You can take us wherever you like uh, this morning in the opening hour. There's just so much to cover. Uh, we'll be back right after this. Welcome back. Great to have your company, Sam Edmund, Simon O'Donnell, for another big week of summer breakfast. Uh, I mentioned the Bathurst 12 hour. Now, did you see Red Bull's uh, new machines were unveiled uh, yesterday or over in the US over the weekend in New York, in fact? And look, the 2023 car left some fans underwhelmed. Uh, the car, Scoob, apparently looks almost identical to the one that Max Verstappen won the Drivers' Championship and the Constructors' title in in 2022. So it was all a bit underwhelming, but... It, i tell you who was underwhelmed the most, and that was Daniel Ricciardo, who was there, and he was introduced uh, by the MC in charge. And uh, safe to say she didn't exactly nail the pronunciation. And one of the friendliest drivers in the F1 grid, Daniel Ricciardo, to Oracle Red Bull Racing. Oh, I know he's had a tough couple of years. But Daniel Ricciardo, Scoob, that's a bit rough. That's a tough kick. Is that deliberate, you reckon? No, I don't reckon that was. Of course it wasn't. No. But, geez, he, d- he did well. He didn't react. He didn't flinch. He kept that big trademark smile of I'm, his. I'm a pro. <laughs> he introduced him as Daniel Ritardo. <laughs> that will never go away. No. That will never go away. Uh, no, he's probably his been called worse. 40th birthday party, his 50th, his 60th. I reckon that'll, that'll come out every year. Gee, that's unfortunate. Uh, and you can imagine how uh, they reacted on the socials to that, uh, our motorsport and Formula One aficionados. Well, I saw it last night. I didn't see it. No, I saw it last night on Brooksy's um, production notes to us. And I was trying to get it up thinking, I can't get it to talk. Hmm. Um, and that was and what she said. This morning, that was what she said. You, you know, we spoke about the Warnie last week, Australia's oldest uh, one-day race, second oldest in the world, the Melbourne to Warnable, an iconic mm. event. And we had um, Tracy Gordry on to preview at the, the patron of the race last week. 
Well, it's more of an NRA, uh, NRS race these days, like a second or third tier level race, if you like. It's an NRS race. Well, it's our domestic cycling season, if you like. So it doesn't get the World Tour races okay. there, riders there, as much anyway, anymore. And like it's, the Tour it's, Down Under does. No, certainly not. And it's open to local club races who, again, took part. We mentioned you can, as long as you've got a racing licence, anyone can get to the start line. So they did um, at Avalon for the for the ride down in the men's race to all the way down to Warrnambool, massive journey on the Saturday. Now, alongside all these uh, sort of amateurs and semi-pros, rocks up the four-time Tour de France winner, seven-time Grand Tour winner, Chris Froome. Now, he flew, he'd been up in Bright Scoob training with Luke Plapp and a couple of others, and he caught a flight from Bright to Avalon on Saturday morning, raced 280 k's down to Warrnambool, got back on the, the four or five-seater plane and buzzed all the way back up to the northeast on Saturday night. Massive, massive day for him. But to get him there, power call, the sponsor chipped in, generosity of others to make it possible for him to fly down there with, with Danny Clark, who we've spoken to on this station, the Brother of Chris's teammate in the Tour de France stage winner, Simon Clark, who's looking after all his massage and logistics while he's here. Now, it took a Qantas pilot by the name of Luke uh, Hilbert to go up there the night before, park the plane on the runway and wait for Froomey on Saturday morning to get there. Um, terrible weather, though, in Bright on the Saturday morning. Mm. Shocking weather. They were late to take off. They were late to get up in the air. And they were late to the start. Now, Chris was changing into his Lycra on the plane, and they had to delay the start of the Melbourne to Warrnambool just so he could get there. But hats off to him. I mean, someone who has done it all in the sport to be willing to do that and just loves racing and loves mixing it with people regardless of the, the, the level. I thought that was amazing and a really entertaining ride from him too. Finished 12th and, and was great with the people. So that was all great. But the pilot... Poor old Luke was a tad stressed getting him there, knowing mm. the significance of it. And he filmed a little selfie on the tarmac when it was all done and dusted in Avalon. And uh, I think he was happy to be there. Hi, boys. Vlog. After one of the most stressful mornings of my life, horrible weather in um, in Bright. And we only just got here to, um, to Avalon, which is where we are now. We just unloaded Chris and he's going to make the race. However, it's three minutes to eight. So they're going to, they might have to delay the start a couple of minutes or something because he's um, only just going to make it. But the weather was atrocious, atrocious. We flew through nasty rain and storms to get through here. Oh, mate, it was something else. <laughs> Those small planes put the fear of God into me. I never. I got one to King Island once. Um, never again. Yeah, no, no. no um, tell me, in cycling, what what sort of warm up? Just like in the Tour de France or the mm. Tour down under here, before the race starts at eight. What are the guys doing to warm up to get ready for that? Well, you normally warm up for that, but because it's so long, you pretty much are going to warm up on the bike anyway in the race itself. So he had zero. He just rode to the start and rode so off. So everyone just. Wheels their bike out, gets on it, and starts to race. I'm sure some guys would have warmed up. It depends what they want to get yeah, out of the race. But race. For those really long ones, there's not as much stress on it. Wow. When they're shorter, punchier, perhaps on an uphill finish, uh, uphill start rather, 
then they're then they're on the rollers beforehand, you, absolutely. All right, on the rollers. Yep, okay. or on a trainer of some kind, uh, absolutely. Um, so much happening in sport, though. Uh, you can take us wherever you like, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Drama in the NBL, drama in the BBL, drama in the WNBL. Motorsport was entertaining right across the world. It's SEM Breakfast for the Kogan Money credit card, packed full of value. And we've got a very big sports update to get to after Anna Pavlou takes us through the latest news headlines.